This is exciting. My name is Kirk Fox. I am currently a stand-up comedian. That is a fact. This will be a quick... Is the word podcast... Is that possible? Is that what I'm doing here? I, I'm not a fan of labels, but I, I guess we could call this a podcast. It's a man connecting with the world, and people have the ability to call in and chat. So that makes it an extra special podcast. And it's also a podcast that I can edit before I give it to the world. And, and that's exciting. And the word edit is also in, in the title here. Life is a constant edit. Trim the fat. As a comedian, this is something I'm realizing is very important, especially maybe more so in, in, this, uh, in this time of our lives. Uh, people have a tendency to drift. They want what they want and they want it immediately. And if they don't get it, they'll go look somewhere else. Maybe in the past, people would give things a little more time because maybe they didn't have any other place to go. So that's where we're at right now. But here's what I want to talk about for a moment. And then I will uh, open it up and see if anyone wants to comment. And, and if not, I'll just hand it off to the world. I feel precise. I, I have coffee in me. It's been a, a few days since I've reached out to the world. I was in Austin, Texas, telling jokes. Uh, while in the hotel room, I, I realized that I might just be a, a tennis pro at heart. And I guess that's okay. But I, I have to remember that I was there telling jokes. I had been contracted to be a comedian. So uh, one of the shows that I, I went up on, I said, I talked about that I was just a tennis pro, that I wasn't even a, a comedian. And for some reason, the room, I don't think liked that. They, they paid money to see a comedian. They, they didn't want to see somebody that didn't want to be there. I, I said, I wanted to be in the South of France teaching tennis to supermodels, and then swimming in the ocean with, uh, at a topless beach. I said, that's where I wanted to be. I'm excited to be here, but it's the second place I want to be. And they didn't really go on the ride. I eventually got them on board, but that's not the, uh, that might not be the approach. It's all about the angle of attack whether you're a pilot or a comedian, I think it's important to get them on board and then you can take them into the dark rooms. But here, here's a joke I'm working on and I just wanna say it out loud so I can hear where the fat needs to be trimmed. It's that simple. Uh, here, here's the thought. I have a self-cleaning oven that doesn't seem to give a shit about the refrigerator. And I know this because on the last trip I went on, I was rushing and I left the kitchen 
And I guess I left the refrigerator door open because I, I returned home a few days later and the door was open and everything had died inside. Everything had spoiled. And I thought, how, how easy would it have been for the, uh, for the oven to just reach out and close that refrigerator door? It's a self-cleaning oven. It certainly has the ability. And the oven and the refrigerator are friends. They, they share the same outlet. They, they moved in together. They, they have the same last name. They, they are family. But that, that self-righteous, uh, self-cleaning oven just watched that refrigerator for three days. And, and I know the baking soda was yelling, please, somebody help me. I, I can't do this on my own. And I imagine the milk was talking to the baking soda. I'm not going to make it. I'm going bad, man. I, I don't have much time. And then I, I pictured the self-cleaning oven just, just watching. Smug. Look at you, refrigerator, with your light. Always waking up everybody all hours of the night. And somebody has to clean you, clean your diapers a couple times a week. Not me. I'm self-cleaning, man. I... I do it on my own late at night so I won't bother anybody. Just like Kirk. And then the self-cleaning oven looks down at the cat. There's a cat on the floor of the kitchen just licking itself. And the, the oven says, look at you, cat. You get me. You and I, we're the same. Okay, that, that to me is a, a clean joke. Uh, I don't, I'm not a fan of the word joke. I don't really know what it means. But that to me is precise, gets the points across. And I think there would be laughter within that. And then I, I think from that moment, I would tie it into Another thought I've had where I don't encourage eating cats, but judging by the amount of time they spend licking themselves, I bet they're pretty damn tasty. So that would be a good spot for that. I'm a fan of subject folders. I like staying in the ballpark. So if I'm talking about a cat, I think I could tie in that other cat thought. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm just trying to trim the fat. I want the delivery to be precise with heart. It's who I am. Uh, I just, I think they'll get a feel for who I am. And I, I just don't want to, uh, to let the room drift too much. I'd like to keep them engaged and, and at the same time, keep myself engaged. I think that's, I think that's important in life. Uh, does anybody have a comment? Uh, I'm opening up the forum to either of my three. I see Scott. 
I see Charlie and I see Michael, the big three. That, that's all you need in life. And the truth is, you don't need anyone. Let the words go out to the world, to the wind, to myself. I, I heard them out loud and I like the way they sounded. Sometimes you need to hear them out loud to see where they connect. And that's, that's not just stand-up comedy. I think that's okay in life. You just have to be involved with uh, whatever you're saying. Open, present, vulnerable. So that's it. That's where we're at today. Uh, hi, Scott. Let me just... Uh, hey, Scott. Kirk Fox, uh, Little Piles of Crazy. And uh, did you hear some of the thoughts on the self-cleaning oven? I did. And uh, starting to anthropomorphize the uh, the oven at this age is, is, I don't know, maybe you should look into that. Um, it might be worrying. Starting to, the, what, what worries you that I'm, that I'm engaging with the, an oven? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, so, your thoughts, your deep thoughts about an oven are, are uh, intriguing for sure. Now, are they, are they intriguing? Do you find it interesting? Interesting is I crucial. Do. <laughs> yeah. It shows a little bit of, uh, a possible, uh, psychosis some sort of uh some sort of crazy just as the title of the show little pile of crazy well I, little piles of crazy is just the words uh i'm not sure if it's even crazy anymore i i think i i have a, a philosophy in life that my jokes or my thoughts are just uh pieces of art and I'm looking for a place to hang them. And then it's up to whoever sees it to decide if it moves them. The, the beauty of Colin is I have found a place to hang some art. And the people that swing through, they, they can decide what it means to them. Now, you, I like you, yeah, you, I like you that. think that the fact that I'm finding uh, some love with the, the, a self-cleaning oven. You think it's a psychosis. <laughs> what, what does psychosis mean to you? I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not a psychosis. I, I would, uh, it opens up a lot of questions into who you are for sure. I was, I was, I thought for sure Michael would jump in on the cat eating cats, but, uh, uh well, I, I, I don't encourage eating cats. Oh. And, and the fact, and the fact is, this is what's beautiful is that you listen to my words and as a human being, it's up to you to interpret what it might mean to the artist. Yeah, that's what art and creating art is all about. Yeah, yeah. so so Scott, I, I love that it makes you think about me. Uh, as a comedian, I think the most important part well, when someone goes to a comedy club, they just want to know who the comedian is. They want to get a feel for who's talking to them and see if anything they say relates to them. Well, when you brought up the self-cleaning oven, I've tried using them and you always need a person to clean it for you. So they never work. So that's number one. Uh, well, that's awesome. That, that, that's awesome there. The, the fact that, that, that my self-cleaning oven 
the fact that it really thinks it cleans by itself that that got into your head yeah and leaving the fridge open well that's my kids do that all the time so you got you hit on a couple of things that are daily uh, well the self cleaning cleaning oven is more annually i think i don't know how i don't know how often it gets cleaned honestly but uh yeah, it's that. So Scott, this, you, you were, this is the beauty. This is the beauty of of life, where someone says something, and as someone viewing art, boy, you can really uh, you can really think about it. It sounds like you might have uh, come down with a little bit of a cold or flu when you were in Austin. Is, is that the case, or are you you healthy? Well, Scott, I I am healthy, but but nature is tuning up my system. That I, I like I like the fact that you could hear it in my voice. Someone that wouldn't know me wouldn't be sure. But uh, I flew to Austin with a cold, so I didn't pick it up there. No, that's good. So you you took something down to Texas with you. That's perfect. You took it. I I, pro- I I probably did, but I I stay away from everybody, and I I kept my mask on. Right on. You know, Scott, te- Texas was a little frightening to me. Why? Well, there were a couple of shootings in, in the neighborhood. Uh, one, the night I was there, there was uh, a shooting shortly after I had been in, in an area where it happened. I think the shooting was, I'd say, 50 feet from where I had crossed paths. Oh, no kidding. Is that, where was that? Were you in Austin or? Austin, uh, Texas, on 6th Street, 6th, which is, I guess, very similar, they say, to uh, Bourbon Street in uh, New Orleans. So I was on 6th Street for a moment Hmm. uh, at a comedy club there. And then uh, across the street later in the evening, there there was a shooting. So I guess I got out just in time. And it turns out four days earlier on the same street, there had been another shooting. So in a in a right to carry in a in a carry free state, I guess you can carry guns in Texas. I guess that yeah. What's going on? What's going on in Austin? I heard, I thought Austin was a pretty uh, laid back part of the state. Well, I would say it doesn't matter what you think is laid back. If there are guns, if there are guns in play at any moment, it it could not be laid back. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah, I'm a Canadian, so it's uh, we're not used to the uh, gun toting. No, but there there are times in Canada where it is not laid back, and there has been violence. Sure, with knives and hatchets, and and uh, well, I guess there's been a couple of shootings, but yeah. Well, knives and hatchets. That means that where, wherever there is calm, it can be disrupted by humanity they, they will grab they will grab whatever is near to uh take out someone that upsets them between the two i don't know if a, somebody chasing you down with a knife or a hatchet is uh, yeah i don't know that's that's kind of scary it's kind of a scary thought to i'd almost prefer oh i can't no i won't go down that it's yeah it, it here, Scott. That, as someone who knows you, let me finish your your thought, if I may. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I think what you are leading to, and then you didn't even want to breach that, but I'm going to show you because of who I am and my 
180 IQ, you would rather be shot so that it's quicker than someone chasing you with a hatchet or a knife, correct? Absolutely correct. That's the beauty of Kirk Fox, that, that he knows what people are thinking and what they are afraid to say out loud. I, it's just, you know, the, it, it's hard to, these days, it's, what can you say? As a comedian, you can get away with a lot, but still, there's such a sensitivity, even in this, for me to say that out loud, I don't know, I'm always having to check myself. Well, as an artist, we really don't want to have to check ourselves. But I, but I would say that I'm lucky because I'm talking about self-cleaning ovens. I, I didn't <laughs> discuss the gender of the oven. Uh, well, I'm, we, do you see how I missed you, your voice. Do you see how you laughed? Yeah. Do you see I, how you laughed? Absolutely. I miss, you, you need to get on this uh, app a little bit more. We get a few more shows happening in Canada and throughout the, the States. We can come and see you perform. I know. I, I, need, I need to do a, a few more piles of crazy. Uh, I, I'll get back on it because I do love, I do love communicating. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, don't, I don't mind that I only have a, a small intimate room because eventually more people will stumble onto little piles of crazy. Yeah, I wonder if Michael has any comments about the cats. Well, let's see if he does. Michael, would you like to come in here for a minute? And, and if not, my, my work is done here. Now, let me, uh, let, me, let me say hi to Michael. Hi, Michael. Kirk Fox. Hey, Kirk Fox. Yeah, yeah well, obviously, uh, we've discussed before that uh, we have differing views on the whole feline uh, population and uh, uh, cats as pets and so forth. Um, but I don't, I, I, I don't mind a, I don't mind a joke about anything. That, I mean, I'm not. I'm 52 years old, and it's impossible to offend me at this point. <laughs> exactly, Michael. And 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 what I said is, I don't encourage eating cats. That that to me is a a pretty open statement that uh, I love. All I, the I same. way to take a bold stand, but I think you're right. I think. Uh, uh, Rampant cat eating is a sign of a society that is failing. I mean, North Korea is the one that comes to mind where a uh, very dangerous place to be a cat, but that's because uh, people are starving to death uh, under that, uh, that goofy leader of theirs. And uh, so there you, they eat whatever's handy. So, Michael, I, I, don't know, I don't know much about North Korea. So I, are you saying that cats are consumed there on a regular Yes. Uh, well, I mean, if you were starving to death, you'd, you'd, you, I'd eat, if I was starving to death, I'd probably eat a cat, too. Uh, maybe not my own. I'd, I'd get somebody else's cat and, uh, and cook that up. But I, 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 wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't allow myself to starve to death without at least experimenting to see, you know, what, what kind of meat we're working with there. I'm assuming it'd be a little smart, but, uh, you know. Michael, this, this is interesting. That as, yeah. as someone who is a cat lover, I, I do like the fact that... <laughs> If it came down to you and a cat, you you might eat a cat. Mm -hmm. I'll go. I'll go even further, Kirk. If you and I are stranded in the mountains, uh, <laughs> you better not die first, Michael. I, I I appreciate that, and that that goes yeah. with that goes without saying. Uh, yeah, would, you know. I, would, I mean, what? I would hope as a friend that you would wait till I died. <laughs> I I'd hate to think that. You would uh, 
maybe take me out? No, no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'd, uh, I, 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 I've got, uh, I'm carrying around about 40 extra pounds of weight, so I could probably outlast you in a starvation situation. Uh, so <laughs> once you were dead, well, of course, I'd have to move quickly. You know how this is. Once, uh, once the meat is deceased, you've got to, got to harvest it quickly. But uh, uh, I, would, I, would, I would get uh, as much as I could and, uh, and try to hang on a little longer just to see. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure Darren, Michael, I'm sure I like would want it that way. But uh... Michael, I, I do like your style. I, I will tell you that I have I seem to be putting on extra weight and I don't I don't really mind it if I know that I'll be feeding my family if I die. Addison seems to like your big stomach. I know. Uh, thank you, Jaron. That's Jaron Boxan, my wife. And the, the child suddenly seems to enjoy my company. And I think it's because I've put on. Maybe 10 pounds of just stomach. It's, wait, wait, wait. She enjoys your company or she just hung out with you because I said that if you give me an hour while you're with dad, then I'm giving you a present and dad will go downstairs. I, I don't know why things happen upstairs, but what, whatever happened that allowed me to come downstairs, that's fine. But she did touch my stomach and say, I like your belly. Yeah, she she said, "I want to have a big belly like Dad." Dad, what do you think about this, Michael? That my family's trying to plump me up. I'd be a little nervous two days before Thanksgiving. This is what they do to the turkeys as well. Michael, good point. Michael, you're a good thinker. <laughs> uh, my mom gets her evidently gets her turkey for free from her office. It's like a thank you. They did it last year too, so we're not pl- responsible Wait, so for plumping tr- it up. Hi, hi, Jaron Kirk. Fox. Yeah, yeah. So this this turkey she's so proud of and talking so much shit about was free. I think so. Okay, this this is something I did not know, Michael. Thank you. Well, it helps uh, avoid supply chain issues. At least she's guaranteed a good turkey. That's good. Hey, Jaron, I, I I feel I had a pretty good room on my own, and it, it was nice to see you come in here at the end. Uh, does anyone need anything? Does anyone want to talk to Jaron for a moment before I go? Or Addison. Or Addison. Addison's my daughter, I believe. And then she said, or Dada. <laughs> did she say, or Dada? Yeah, she did say, or Dada. Shocking. So what is happening up there? There, there seems to be time together that she likes me at this point. I think maybe because you've been out of town a lot. Maybe it's because okay. of your big belly. But it seems to not apply to the mother. The mother doesn't seem to really give a shit. Downstairs, you come ask him. He's on the phone. What's up, Addison? Dad, where are you? I'm downstairs. I'm in the library. I thought that that's on the phone. Oh, that's a good point. She said you shouldn't talk on the phone when you're at the library. Yeah. Hey, Addison, do you you like call-in app still? Do you like call-in? Do you like call-in? No. No. Yeah, don't cut. She's trying to bury it in phloem. (laughs) Wow. No. Okay. It's so nice. This is when I love my family, when I'm not with them. 
Okay, good work, everybody. Uh, I think this was a strong 24 minutes. Uh, we spoke about myself cleaning ovens. Uh, it's a piece of art. I hung it here. My uh, phone's being buried in flume, so I'm sorry if anything is said or done. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, you mean you're apologizing for if I offended? No, I'm saying if she does anything to the phone right now because she's burying it in flume. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Hey, Scott, thanks for everything. Charlie, uh, it was nice to see you here. Uh, Michael, as always. Chris, I, I, I hope there was uh, joy in your end. And that's it, man. Life, it's a constant edit. Trim the fat. Uh, declutter. Make those little piles of crazy a, a little smaller. And I, I think you will enjoy the results. Also, here's my last thought of the day. Even a rock can be a pillow if your thoughts are soft. Okay. Good work, everybody. For Fox over and out. Jared, you need to say goodbye? Okay. All right. I can't hear. Jared, I'm going to go.